Hello there, this is Legally Happy. Thank you for joining today. Today I'm going to talk about a question that comes my way on Instagram and Facebook and in person from relatives or friends, sometimes even strangers, um, especially after I post photos of me in my lawyer clothes. We call them robes. It's sort of my uniform. I'm a court lawyer in Canada and for some of the court appearances I have to put on my funky legal robes. Obviously, the the robes make me look quite majestic, as they do with most lawyers, but the many layers that we have to wear, to be honest, uh, sometimes make you sweat. Um, in any event, I do get the question quite often, and the question is, should I become a lawyer? Should my child become a lawyer? Should my cousin become a lawyer? Should someone become a lawyer all right you're ready for the answer are you ready for the answer the quick answer is no and oh nope there it is you don't have to listen to the rest of this podcast i just saved you four minutes of your life but if you really want to know why i say no here are some of my reasons for why i would say don't become a lawyer Reason number one, I've been practicing law for nearly six years in Canada and quite successfully. And uh, really, it's not at all what I thought law was going to look like in practice. In law school, I had to learn about how the laws came to be, how the judges came to their decisions, all the way from 1600s to now. Very theoretical in nature. In real life, when I became a lawyer, I noticed that most people can't even afford lawyers. So they either forget about asserting their rights or they just struggle to keep a lawyer from the beginning to the end. Because most lawyers charge by hour and the hourly rate, drum rolls, is between $200 to $800. So $200 to $800 an hour in most big cities. That's what you would pay a lawyer to take on your case. Think about that. Who really can afford anything at, let's just say $400 an hour on average? This is why you will either be working as a lawyer to advance big corporations' interests, um, or perhaps the government um, who would be able to afford the lawyers. And um, if you are representing you know, the average population, you may actually struggle in collecting your bills because of just the, the you know quantum of what the hourly rate is. So that's reason number one. The practice of law is very different from what you learn in law school and even the things you see on TV about law. Reason number two, and this is an important one. I had to get a student loan to go to law school and law school alone, in my case in Canada, not my undergraduate degree, I'm talking about law school itself, which um, in Canada is three years, plus 10 months of articling or training, it cost me $100,000 Canadian to finish this degree. So I came out of the school with a big loan and I'm still paying it. The interest rate is not too high, not too low, but the loan is there. I still have to pay the $100,000 back. So law school really does cost a good penny. And um, really for, mo- for the most part, the workload, when you, you start law school, uh, the amount you have to study is 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 pretty uh, voluminous, and so that when the workload is is 
large, you can't really work part-time during your law school years. And that means that you're just going to school and, you know, living on your loan money. Um, I did work during my first two years of law school part-time, but it was very difficult to juggle the, the two aspects of life at that point. And it was tough times. Reason number three, lawyers don't make as much money as many think. Uh, my first salary as a lawyer in training, uh, whom we call articling students in Canada, was $65,000 a year. And this was pretty high. This was, be- let's just say, sometime between 2011 to 2014. Um, everyone was telling me to be super happy about it. To, to have a job as a lawyer in training and to get $65,000 a year was sort of a steal. Um, however, just generally speaking, law is actually not as lucrative of a career as some may think. Um, sure, a small number of lawyers may actually be making more than a million dollars a year, but that's a very small segment of the legal industry. And just to give you some perspective, because I really want to be transparent, my salary did not hit $100,000 Canadian uh, for the first five years of my practice. So I practiced law for five years before I hit 100000 and I was working for a big city law firm when I actually did hit 100000 and I was working pretty hard to get to that point. Many other professions may hit 100000 much earlier. And in fact, many of my fellow classmates started jobs at $40,000 and maybe worked up to $70,000 and stayed in that range for some time. So imagine getting out of law school with a big debt and then you're making about seventy k a year on average for about five years. So law is really not the sort of the money-making machine, a money-printing machine that some people may think of it as a career. Reason number three, law school's hard. I actually did not have to study too, too hard for my economics undergraduate major. But when it came to law school, it really kicked my behind. Um, there were hundreds of pages of reading that we had to do per class. So many, many thousands of pages for per week, I would say. Um, you didn't necessarily have to read every single page, but in some cases you did have to um, you know, keep on top of the readings. I actually did not date for almost three years while I was going to law school. I only studied and I worked part-time and just was trying not to lose all my hair <laughs> and keep my sanity intact. So the work, workload is, is pretty um, sort of um, large and it's not so easy, certainly not comparable to some undergraduate degrees. Certainly in my case, I had a great time with my undergraduate economics degree. It wasn't too difficult, but law school was a quite different story. Number four. Law school makes people very competitive in a very unhealthy way. And I really never understood why we had so many keeners in our program um, and the general school who really stressed themselves and everyone else. So basically with most of these sort of high stake professions, I find there are a lot of type A personalities um, that you may find around yourself. You yourself may be one. Um, You may become one. And it was sort of stressful to be around um, so much stress and so many stressed people. Stress, stress is, you know, is contagious at times, especially during uh, the exam um, period. So it was a very intense experience, I would say. Thank goodness for the university gym in my case, because exercising really did save my soul. Otherwise, it's all study, study, get, get good grades, get A's and get those big jobs on those, you know, major streets, um, you know. Um, to make sure that you have a salary right after graduation. So it's a, it's an intense experience, even when it's um, pleasant.
closet. Reason number five, the biggest employers um, in the legal sector in Canada and elsewhere, I would say North America, perhaps even in um, Europe, uh, would be the government offices where you would be a government lawyer or insurance companies because they can afford to hire lawyers and have enough uh, money to pay those salaries. So there's a high likelihood that if you go to law school, you will be practicing in an area that you actually may not have any personal interest in because obviously everyone needs a job as a lawyer. At the end of the day, you got to make money and you really can't be too picky about the areas of practice that you want to choose um, unless you open your own law firm, which has its own uh, obviously difficulties. And so you may end up, um, this is very, very likely, um, in an area where you may not actually think um, that you ever had any interest in. You may eventually develop some interest in, in that area, but a lot of my colleagues just have ended up in these random areas because that's just where the jobs were. And then you kind of get pigeonholed in those areas and cannot necessarily jump ship, especially when you become much more specialized the longer you work for a certain law firm in a certain area, right? So um, yes, um, like highly likely to end up practicing the kind of law maybe state law, but you're not interested in it, or insurance law, or you never thought you would be interested in it. So that's, that's a, a reality um, that happens with the, with the legal jobs. Reason number six, the legal sector has a very acute disease called um, the long hour syndrome. At least that's what I call it. Uh, this sector is still looked upon as, um, as a place where it's looked upon as an achievement um, and law firms to work, you know, around the clock, 10 to 12 hour days, maybe even longer, and really not have a life. Um, it's, it's part of the culture of the legal sector, which is actually quite unhealthy. And I'm very much against, um, um, you know, such an attitude or such a practice, but you know, it is what it is. I want to be transparent. Many law firms expect this of young lawyers, long hours. Um, that is, even though they don't really talk about it out loud, and interviews, but that's what is expected. It's sort of an unwritten culture. Um, and this means that many young lawyers may put on weight because they're not getting good sleep or they develop bad eating habits. Um, people get extra stressed. Most, I mean, I certainly have experienced that because they don't get to socialize with friends or date or travel or have fun. So the legal sector has this unspoken culture of demanding a lot of work hours. Um, Reason number seven, um, this is the last reason, but not really least. Being a lawyer means that you will be dealing with people's problems in most cases, especially if you end up um, being a court lawyer or a litigator. That's what I am, actually. I'm a litigator. I go to court a lot. Those professions that deal with people's problems, such as doctors, psychologists, social workers, and certainly lawyers, you kind of have to be prepared to deal with frustrating and unhappy situations that um, you know, your clients may find themselves in, and that's what you inherit from them. So it, it yes, you're helping them, but you're entering their lives um, in a period of time where they're dealing with a problem. And so dealing with people's problems obviously comes with some um, level of um, frustration that trans gets transported from the clients to the lawyers. And that's what, you know, you sort of have to deal with day in and day out. All right, now that I have listed seven reasons why one should not become a lawyer, you may wonder, oh boy, can you say anything nice about being a lawyer? I mean, aren't you happy you're a lawyer? Are you not happy? Well, I guess I could say some good things. I actually absolutely do not regret becoming a lawyer. 
although I don't think I will be practicing law for my entire adult career um, span, I think that it has um, given me some amazing problem-solving skills and a ton of confidence. And I really am glad that I got it out of my system. It was something that I really wanted to do since I was quite young. Uh, but I know now that being a lawyer is actually a bit hyped up. Actually, it's quite hyped up. And it's not what it's um, actually portrayed as. And I, I really do believe that one can be successful as a human, both financially and spiritually, by choosing many, many, many other vocations and laws, really, certainly, and medicine for that matter, or other things that are a bit hyped are not the be-all and end-all of um, you know, career choices. And so with that, I want to say that I hope this podcast helped you with your decision or the decision that you're forcing upon your kids or your cousin. And I really hope that no matter what kind of law you end up practicing, if at all, that you do enjoy it and you do see the bright side of it uh, while being fully aware and cognizant of some of the ills of the profession. Thank you for listening. This was Legally Happy. Until next time.